So um, I need to apologize, and I think we all we should all we take all do. the time together to apologize. This is very important. We need to address. Uh, we need to address the criticisms. We need to respond. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, thank you for calling us in. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. No, thank you for calling us out. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, that's not what friends do. I, I just I just want to I just want to say that we are all human here. Okay? Yes. And we all yeah. make mistakes. Allegedly. Yeah. And, and and it is time that we kind of acknowledge those mistakes. Right. Yes. In a non legally binding way. Right. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Yeah. So. I am Dutch. It's true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> those allegations were made, and, and it, it is factual. Sorry, it's a that's a nervous laugh. No, 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 no. Josh, you're being so brave. But yeah. but beyond that, it's 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 also come to our attention that um, it's impossible to tell our voices apart from each other. Yeah, we are three white men, even Josh, who is Queer Dutch. white. Yeah, I'm the worst kind of Dutch. Yeah, the worst kind of white. I mean. <laughs> you're, the wor- you're the worst kind of Dutch. You're a white Wallonian. Dutch. <laughs> Wallonian is the worst kind of Dutch. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of the Flemish myself. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not you're not so much of a Flem. You're you're of the <laughs> Flem. You are th- of the Slute people. Mm. You are a deep Slute dweller. Yeah. I don't mean, s- don't I am salute, a Slute. Don't Slute shame me. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian. Yes, AJ. Yes, I am we're, AJ. We're going AJ, to be very. Am. intentional today and we're yes. going to refer to each other and ourselves even mm. hi i'm brian by our names yes brian. like we're on a conference call yes brian hey uh this is J- this is josh um, hi josh Hello, i'm josh. brian just basi- i'm aj <laughs> just basically uh just wanted to say that so far i think this episode is going pretty well um and, and now i'm just gonna hand it back to you aj oh thank you josh i'm here still brian and i'm listening <laughs> Do you ever feel like you've been handed a basketball and then turn around and there's no basket? That's how I feel. What did you set me up for? What am I doing? So many possible worlds, but we got this one. So many possible worlds, but we got this one. Welcome to the worst of all possible worlds, the first and only podcast with basketballs but no baskets. I'm the worst of all possible Brian's. I'm the worst of all possible AJ's. And I am the worst of all possible Josh's. Why are you? <laughs> okay, see, this is a problem that I used to do the uh-huh. intros where I'd be like, welcome to the worst of oh, all possible yeah. worlds. Yeah. I'm Brian. And then the rest of the show, I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the big fucking well, thing about Night Trap is that, and people are like, who's the fourth guy here? Right, uh, right, right. You've done in. this like super enunciated. Well, that's no, not yeah. how you're going to talk. That's what I'm known for. I'm known for my enunciation. That uh, is what Josh is known for. Well, Josh is, is known plosive. for his enunciation. That's right. Yeah. I'm Josh and I'm known for my enunciation. I'm, known for, I'm Brian and I'm known for my denunciation. <laughs> we can't keep this up. <laughs> we can't just Yes, AJ, AJ uh, <laughs> is known for his annunciation. Oh, yeah. oh yes, Ooh, ascendancy yes. into sainthood or whatever that word means. Yeah, so well, um, uh, yeah, I've been enunciated. <laughs> so yeah. we hope you've that's been. That's what in- the A stands for in AJ. Enunciated James. That's right. <laughs> You're the uh, Brian James. It's actually enunciated Jagoff, but we don't talk about that. Uh, 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 sorry, I'm I did- a cum stain. Uh, I'm Josh. I denounce myself for making that joke. Um, um, no, so we're, 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 this is the, <laughs> the I, lads cast jokes are crossing over. I think, I think we've had enough of this bit for the time being. And you always say that we are four minutes in <laughs> at best. And when I do the cutting, it's, 
No, Josh, you are not done, Josh. We're continuing to say each other's names. We're just going to let off the gas like a little here's, bit. Okay. Here, 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 here's, here's what I'm going to say about the saying the names. Thing. What are you going to say, AJ? I think I think it's actually more that we have to say our names when we say our own stuff, uh-huh. because that's the way you're going to identify who we are. I don't think that we have to do that, AJ. I, I don't think we're Pokemon. I just think that sometimes <laughs> maybe AJ disagrees. If that comes up naturally, then yes, I can be like, hey, I'm Brian, mm. which I am, by the yes, way. Yes, you are Brian. Yes. No yes. one can take that away from and you. And I'm Josh. Some and one of can. the things yes. that Hi, Josh. I usually do as part of this show. Yeah, what do you do, Josh? Is I introduce the topic that we are talking about. You for should the week. do that, Josh. That sounds like a great idea, I'm, Josh. Thanks, Brian. I'm going to do it right now. Cool, Josh. So the topic this week is apologies. In case you haven't yeah. grasped that from our very funny bit that we've had going on so far. Yes. Uh, we decided <laughs> that it would be interesting to take a look at public apologies over the many, many years. This all sort of started, at least for me, in terms of when I was thinking about, oh, we could do this episode. Yeah. Uh, was when, of course, there was that infamous, infamous video that was released a few weeks ago by Colleen Ballinger, where she sings yeah. about the toxic gossip train. And yeah. Uh, her her desire to not get run over by said train. And she's she's headed towards manipulation station. Y- yeah, well, the train she, is. Yes, yeah. Colleen, that is exactly right. AJ, yeah. Colleen Ballinger has met Doctor Faustus from the Adventures in Odyssey cartoons, and of course, he famously changed <laughs> the imagination right. station right. that is true. to the manipulation anybody, station. Anybody who saw our live episode at Caveat yeah. knows about that. Well, and here's the mm. thing. Colleen Ballinger mm. grew up evangelical. She did. And we'll, she is a graduate from Azusa Pacific University oh, in man. Azusa, California. Oh, man. I didn't know that, AJ. But this... <laughs> you're AJ. No, you're AJ. No, we're not doing this. We're not going <laughs> to gaslight them. We're not going to gaslight them just like we gaslit the Try Guys. You know what? That, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a very yeah. important point, Josh. So as we go forward... You're such a piece of <laughs> shit. The whole point of the bit is that we're actually saying each other's names. This yeah. episode is our tutorial for any future patrons that yes. they can come in and listen to us talk about ourselves me Brian you AJ yes yes I completely agree Josh so as we get you into this first when you we talk- suck you fucking monster Whoa. you've ruined my bit you've taken my beautiful <laughs> castle of sand and you've kicked it over and spit in my fucking eye just like they always did at the San Diego beach yeah where you grew I was up but AJ. A boy. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. my grandparents lived there yeah, I, we I, can't I, all grow up in your Belinda like Richard Milhouse Nixon or you, AJ. My yeah. grandparents also lived there. That's well, something that we all have in common, I guess. When when we talk about, well, are you telling the truth, Josh? Or are you contributing n- to this bit? No, I'm actually oh, okay. serious. Now, my grandparents no. did live in San Diego for a while. I don't know who I am anymore. So yeah, well, you're the one who decided to make everything into a lie. Josh and I do not want to live in this John Le Carre novel. That's AJ? right, AJ. <laughs> well, that's right, Brian, who just said that thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in that the is direction right, of AJ. <laughs> no, so th- this is this is uh, not an episode uh, about name jokes. First and foremost, it is actually not even an episode not yet. about. <laughs> 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 it's also not an episode about Colleen Ballinger, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, it really, but we'll get there. But we will get there. Instead, what I did in putting together this episode is I went on YouTube and grabbed a bunch of different clips spanning a number of years. Yeah. Yeah. Many of the videos that we're going to be talking about today are specifically YouTube apologies. They mm-hmm. were created with YouTube in mind uh, right. by YouTubers. But before we get to that point... I thought it would also be interesting for us to take a look at other public apologies in the past and sort of see how the format of those apologies has carried through and just in general how the concept of the public apology has has, has changed over the years and 
what we consider to be like a good apology versus a bad apology, how we define that, how we evaluate it. That's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. And it's also specifically the art of a filmed apology. Right. It, yeah, we're not, we're not going screen. into notes yeah. apps here. We're not going into like page long Instagram rants. Yeah, with avatar, like, notes. you know, replaced with a black picture or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're not we're not talking about any of those apologies. We are specifically talking about the art of sitting down in front of a camera and telling people that you're sorry. Well, at least as sorry as you can be without being liable for a lawsuit. Exactly. That's right, AJ. Also, for the sake of this episode, we are focusing on American apologies. I apologize to uh, listeners who are outside of the United States who think that this is too America-centric. Um, you can suck my dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there is also an art to an American apology because mm-hmm. we as a culture yes. are not great at apologizing. Yeah, it's, it's, true. Things. Things. It's, it's very, very different. Like, uh, you could do a whole episode about, for instance, Japanese apologies, mm-hmm. right? It's a very, Absolutely. very different culture around that that kind of stuff. Um, there are some very funny ones out there, you know, like because sometimes performative crying like comes into play. And I remember there was like a big thing going around on like 2chan, you know, like 15 years ago mm. where a guy just starts like scream crying and trying to like squeeze every tear out. We don't really do that over here. Yeah. Although YouTube has brought us close to that. Well, I was yeah. even <laughs> when I was looking at videos to potentially do, I had even looked a little bit at like, uh, you know, Park Geun-hee uh, and, and her apology uh, that she oh, made, the, yeah. the, the former what president of uh, South, South Korea. Korea, yeah, and what a mess! It's it's it's, it's crazy <laughs> shit. So like. We, oh, th- there's so much that we could cover, but again, we are staying very specifically focused to this. And so when we looked for sort of the, the er text for all yeah. of these apologies, yeah. we figured no better place to start than with Richard Milhouse Nixon. A man down in Texas heard Pat in the radio mention the fact that our two youngsters would like to have a dog. And believe it or not, the day before we left on this campaign trip, we got a message from the Union Station Baltimore saying they had a package for us. Mm. We went down to get it. Listen to that California Republican. You know what it was? <laughs> it was a little cocker spaniel dog Aww. in a crate that he'd sent all the way from Texas. Aww. Black and white. Wow. Spot. And our little girl, Trisha, the six-year-old. Oh, oh Trisha. Trisha Nixon. And you know, the kids, like all kids, love the dog. And I just want to say this right now, that regardless of what they say about it, we're going to keep it. So that clip is part of a bigger speech. And if you have heard that it's a full half hour of television, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we would not subject you to that shit. But if you know anything about American history, this is the so-called checkers speech. This is probably not that well known uh, in in political no, history. No, probably at not. This do, point. do you want to go ahead and explain yeah, it, Brian? Yeah, I will, Josh. Yeah. Thank you. Um <laughs> Richard Nixon. If you think about Nixon and his relationship to TV, you might think the Frost interviews. You yes. might think I am not a crook. You might think, probably mostly would think about the debate he had with Kennedy. Oh, I was going to say mostly sure. think of Futurama. Or, uh, or, or, or the, the, the peace signs as oh, he was yeah, leaving right. office. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah that's another good one. Um, but like the, the debate that he had with Kennedy is something that kind of people pass it around as far as like America's 20th century political history where it's like, if you listened on the radio, Nixon won the debate. If you saw it on TV, Nixon looked like fucking shit. And Kennedy steamrolled back and forth all over him. Right. There's a little bit here and there as to like whether that's really true or not. It's it's, it's oversimplified. But yeah, he doesn't look great on TV. You can watch the footage yourself. But before that point... Yeah. Uh, when Nixon was just running for vice president here at the beginning of the 50s, he was the TV guy. This right. is a really brilliant thing that he did, even though there's there's no, as the kids say, Riz 
in this video. <laughs> no, 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 he's bouncy. That's, uh, that's I'll a, give him that's, that. That's an L res. That is not a W res. Yeah, he's, he's a big he's, bouncy boy. He's gone on TV to basically be like, yeah, so all the bribes and everything that I'm taking, totally not bribes. Also, what would you rather have, bribes or communists? It's wild shit. So before he starts talking about the dog here, and this is a speech that he gave in September 1952, right before that election. Yeah. Like Brian was saying, he was running for vice president, where he is describing getting money illegally from guys yes. and using yeah. that money for campaign purposes illegally. Yes. Straight yes. up. He's, he's yeah. taking, yeah, he's going beyond the the proper like donation procedure. He's funneling money into weird things. Because once upon a time in the United States, there were laws regarding how much money you could take in yeah. on a campaign and what you could use that and, money and, for. Yeah. And they're technically, unless you're on the Supreme Court, there technically are still laws about uh, how government officials can receive right. gifts. And basically, right. if you're not working with like tribal governments, you, you can't take anything, essentially. And Nixon is taking stuff no less than a fucking dog, a right. family dog that was just shipped to drop him in shipped? a crate. They drop yeah. shipped a dog? <laughs> yeah. And if I may just say, my childhood. You may, AJ. My childhood dog growing up was a Cocker Spaniel. Uh -huh. And they're the worst dogs mm. uh, on the planet. They are incredibly inbred and paranoid little creatures that will bite you at like the slightest provocation. Nixon's whole like response to these allegations are go ask Dana Smith about it. <laughs> like he just throws this guy under yeah. the fucking bus. Yeah, and he keeps just being like, yeah, I'm sorry. We couldn't all, you know, inherit all of our money like Adlai Stevenson. Right, right, right. Uh, this whole thing. I mean, he apologizes for about a minute right at the beginning. But right after that, everything is deflection. He does this full audit of his finances and he does this really fun thing that becomes so standard for not necessarily the apologies we're going to see here, but for celebrity apologies where his wife is in the room with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing the press conference thing where she's standing right behind him looking dour, she's sitting in a chair and there's just this moment where he's like, and my wife, Pat. Well, she's been by me. She she used to teach stenography and the camera slowly pans over to this chair and it just turns it's out awesome. she's been sitting in the room the oh whole time. Oh my God. Nixon flew across the country back to California in order to do this. Yeah. Six weeks before the election. Jeez. Right? So wow. this guy is already the vice president and he's like, yeah, if you think I suck dick Nixon, then <laughs> that's his name. That's a joke about his name. Yeah. Um, He's like, yeah, why don't you write in? It was like when you could pick the next flavor of trick cereal or something. It's like do a little write in campaign, see if Nixon should stay on the ballot or not. And and he stayed and he was vice president for eight years. Yeah, it was it was funny, like immediately after this apology speech, uh, he thought he had completely bombed it. Right. Mm -hmm. He walked out. He was miserable. He had to be like. But yeah, he, he went. He goes. He goes over time. They have to cut him off at the end. He's yeah. still talking. Yeah, and so he goes back to his hotel, and when he gets there, uh, it's just like swarmed with like well wishers. Mm. Like people thought he absolutely knocked it out of the park, and I, I mean, it worked. Yeah, so I, mean, I guess he evidently did. he did. It, it, yeah, there's it's nothing charming about it now, but back then, I guess this is this is what it took. TV was still so newfangled. And that to see a guy just get up there and do this, even kind of stumbling through it the way Nixon does, was was unprecedented. And I think that's why I wanted to include it as the first thing that we talk about here. Not not because the video is yeah. honestly a very good speech or interesting to watch. It's neither of those things. No. But more because of the way that it sort of lays the groundwork for what we're going to see 
from people who are trying to sort of apologize without apologizing yeah. from here on out. And the most yeah. important thing, Josh, is that it's proved uh, by Nixon's own history, right? He shows that he is not a corrupt person That's after right, this. Brian. Yeah, I know. Totally vindicated. <laughs> yeah. No one has Richard Nixon to kick around anymore. No. He did everything right. He did, And they uh, indicted him. Oh, oh my God. What a shame. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I should have mentioned it at the beginning, but I'll mention it now. There's a YouTube playlist with all of these. You can take yep, a look in, in the, the notes, description. So you can follow along with this as we go through. The yep. next video that we have on here is Jackie Gleason. This is from 1961. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with Jackie Gleason, he was the star of The Honeymooners. The Honeymooners, right? yeah, which came out of his variety show, The Jackie Gleason Show. Mm -hmm. He was the original TV star, right? He, 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 he's right up there with Lucille Ball at the again at the dawn of television. Just one of the best comic timings. I yeah, think that it's we've extraordinary. Had. Yeah, Jackie Gleason is the guy that the phrase parasocial relationship is invented to refer to. Yep. Yep. Right. And if you want to see a little bit more of that particular subject in depth, go mm. watch our YouTube channel. Uh, Josh made a whole influencers video uh, that includes a whole Jackie Gleason bit. Yeah. And I think that's actually a champion from you, Brian. Uh, you, you've been really wanting us to talk about Jackie Gleason yeah. for a very well, and, long and to talk time. about this thing, because this is one of the most fascinating half hours of television that I think has ever been produced. I agree. Um, so he, I he really wants some cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sells the fuck out of those cigarettes, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I want some L&M goddamn cigarettes. I hear they're the tastiest filtered cigarette that there's ever been. I, would Jackie Gleason lie to you? I don't think yeah. so. Jackie had this game show and the game show was a disaster. It was called You're in the Picture. And the idea was like they would just have their panel. You know, this is the old days. This is more like how British show. We have a lot of panel shows in the, in the UK, but not in the US. Right. Uh, but back then it was all panel shows like What's My Line and things like that where you'd get someone to pose behind sort of a carnival standee, but much larger. Yeah, those like face and hole things that you see whenever like yeah. Coney Island or whatever. I, I could yeah. see a bit like this maybe working on like whose line is it anyway. Sure. Uh, but also it would need to be because, again, it's just celebrities putting their faces through the yeah. holes of a silly picture that could maybe sustain a bit for three minutes. They tried to hang a half hour <laughs> show on this concept. A regular weekly work. half hour. Yeah, show. yeah. It, it feels kind of actually like a Tonight Show bit like this is a thing Jimmy Fallon would do for yes. like maybe three or four minutes yes. and then we'd cut to yeah. commercial I mean and again no laughs to be had in either scenario right <laughs> that's right AJ uh, <laughs> got him <laughs> a question for both of you both Brian and Josh Ooh. thank you AJ thank you AJ you're quite welcome what how, how, did you watch the first episode of you're in the picture I, I have, watched I have it, yes yeah. okay yeah. what just just kind of what is it? Is it as bad as he describes yes. in this? Yeah, it's okay. really dull. Uh -huh. yeah. It's I mean, I have a high tolerance for old timey game shows. I watch what's my line in my free time, <laughs> mostly of because do. of some sort of strange homosexual obsession I have with Dorothy Kilgallen. It's all right. I watch Supermarket <laughs> Sweep because I have an obsession with those fucking sweaters that David Ruprecht wears. <laughs> <laughs> they still have this half hour. They cancel the show immediately and Jackie Gleason still has to come on and do something. I wonder right. if they were like, 
if they were going to produce a second episode, and he's like, on my fucking yeah, dead no. mother's grave, you're going to produce this motherfucker. So yeah, no. So instead of the, the normal, what you would see with you're in the picture, you just get a title card of Jackie Gleason. Yep. You, you get, get the theme song. The theme song. You get camera on him just sitting in a chair. <laughs> you get the smoking announcer. Smoking a fucking cigarette, yeah. drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, he got, drinking a fake cup of coffee. Yes, he kept... <laughs> He made me laugh the every bit is time so good. he so good. drank a cup of so coffee. Good. This man's comedic talent is out of this fucking world. He's sitting in a chair the whole half hour. And he opens his mouth and we hear this. Last week we did a show called You're in the Picture. That laid. <laughs> without a doubt. The biggest bomb. <laughs> And there you go. He's off the races yeah. just like that. He, he makes some contemporary references to like last week's golf game. Something that I couldn't. This is like 1962. Something about a Portuguese boat that must have been some sort of scandal yeah, going and, on. And at maybe the there time. was like an outbreak of disease on um, a boat or something. He's I don't drinking know. this coffee and you can tell that he's already been joking around with the studio audience. Oh, they so are they're, very warm. They're yeah. in on something that yep. we at home are not. Yep. And then he uh, <laughs> he says, oh, yeah, it's a great coffee. It's called Chock Full of Booze. Great joke. Great uh, joke. And then he, yeah, like later he takes this bit and he's smoking the cigarette that he just advertised and said, that's great coffee. Drinks right. the coffee, says that's a great cigarette. Well, and, and there's this moment, too, just to the point of his mastery of the form yeah. where he seamlessly pivots into the ad read like three mm. minutes in for those fucking cigarettes. Yeah. It's yeah. unreal. Like you can just see him kind of look off, see the PA, tell him it's it's ad time. He's like mid something. And then he's like, oh, now we have to do the commercial does the ad read, no smirk in it, nothing to get the audience right. laughing at the product, then goes back into the jokes. And what he uses for this half hour before sort of ending on an anecdote that, that he never actually completes because he runs out of time <laughs> right. um, is just teaching people how TV gets made. So Hey there, you are listening to a preview of a premium episode of The Worst of All Possible Worlds. If you'd like to listen to the rest of this, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash worst of all. And you can listen to not only the rest of this episode, but our entire backlog of premium episodes, bonus episodes. And if you subscribe at the $10 tier, you will get an extra episode of the podcast every single month. Again, that is patreon.com slash worst of all. Hope to see you there.